It is week 12 of the college football season. We are back with our favorite picks. If you're new to Call on a Shot, my name's Austin. I'm joined by Logan today. We each have our three favorite picks. And Logan's going to wrap it up with a teaser of the week. And our best bet segment will be in there as well, plus a giveaway potential. But first, Logan, let's talk about last week. And I got to do a victory lap because I went 5-0 and on our five picks. You also had a winning week hitting your best bet going 3-2. and The fans had a 3-2 and week. As always, drop your favorite picks down below. The five most liked or five most liked comments will track towards the record. Maybe we'll only do three since we're tracking only our top three picks this week but a five and a week i don't know if i can duplicate that but i will certainly try if you are new hit that subscribe button hit that like button too and if logan or i sweeps today we'll go three and oh i'm just our three picks the teaser doesn't even count either of us goes three and oh we're giving away 100 bucks to one random subscriber one random cos i'll start hit that join button but logan i'm gonna start this one off and i'm gonna start it off exactly how i did last week going to michigan where I last week I took Michigan to cover. Today I'm not doing that. I'm actually going to take Michigan versus Illinois, taking the under 41 and a half points, minus 115 on FanDuel. Now you can take this at 41 if you want. I saw a couple books at 41, a couple books at 41 and a half, but either way, I like it. Now let's talk about this game. As last week, like I said, I started off with Michigan covering. They got it done. I don't think they should have covered, but to go 5-0, and you need some lucky and it breaks, and I that was one of them. And look, we look at both these two teams, Illinois and Michigan. Both want to run the football. So it's going to be a lot of long possessions. Chase Brown of the Illinois Illini, he averages 28 rushing attempts per game. Look, if he's not going, this, this offense isn't moving. And Blake Corum on the other side for Michigan, 27.57 rushing attempts over his last seven games. So, you know, both these two deep offenses want to run the football. Their passing offenses are all right, not the best in, in college football. But the problem with this is both teams want to run the football. However, that's the strength of the opposing team's defenses. Both defenses are great. You don't get a 41 and a half over under unless one, you're playing in like terrible weather conditions or two, you have two really elite defenses. The, the Illinois defense, fourth in total yards allowed per game, ninth fewest rushing yards allowed and only 12.5 points per game allowed. Michigan's defense defense the tear better second in total yards second in rushing yards allowed and 11.2 points per game allowed both teams allow a third down conversion rate below 30 percent it's going to be cold although probably not too cold for michigan people as it's in the 30s but this is the early start i just think you look at a team like michigan they don't need to empty the playbook here because they play ohio state next week they don't need their trick plays they don't need the plays that ohio state can study over the next week i think this is a very low scoring game and even if you know michigan runs it up covers the 18 point spread we could see Illinois score zero points. So Logan, my first pick of the week, I'm taking the under. I heard you have a, an over under pick too. Yeah, I, I like your pick and I'm going to go pick a total of my own, right? And now, now I'm going to the Pac-12 in mind. I'm going Colorado versus Washington. I'm taking the over 64 points in this one. Look, if you're looking at this, this line, the number is high at, at first glance, but it's no surprise to me see the public all over the under right because you know immediately you're just thinking oh pack 12 you're thinking colorado the, the buffaloes and you're like ah logan I'm, I'm probably taking the under in this one well good luck with that because colorado's defense has just been absolutely atrocious this year look at the points they've allowed recently 55 49 42 and 42 points in each of their last four games I mean, so they're, they're getting 40 piece every every single game time out. And, and I, I definitely think Washington will definitely be able to score on that defense. That's a not so bold take by myself. Colorado's defense to 130th in scoring defense, 129th in yards per play allowed. You, you put numbers on it and you're just like, wow. Washington, uh, uh, we've seen we, we've seen how talented Michael Penix Jr. is in, in that offense. I definitely expect them to be able to put up points. Washington's offense, fresh off a 37-point uh, game with, with with Oregon, where they had a shootout in that one. So I definitely think there's there's some points to be had on Washington's uh, you know side of the ball for sure. Washington 13th in scoring, first in passing yards, 24th in yards per play. And when you're cashing an over, 
you need those types of offenses that, that have the quick score type plays. That's definitely this Washington offense. Can Colorado just give us something, right? Something to work with for, for this over. And I, I actually do think Colorado will be able to put up, you know, some points, maybe 20, 20-ish points and, and Washington carry the rest. I really do like the over 64 in this one. Yeah, Logan, I like the pick. Let's see if we can both cash our first picks of the day. But of course, Logan, you know what time it is. It's best bet of the weekend time. I might start off gold. There's no sugar coating that. Our records are at the bottom of the screen, but we both hit last week. I'm on a two streak and I'm going to go full screen on this one. But I got to let you people know out there, Logan actually doesn't like my pick this week. And he can explain maybe a little bit why, but I think it's a good one. And I'm taking Navy, the midshipman, taking them plus 16 and a half, taking on my alma mater in the bounce house, UCF. Nights. Now, look, Logan might not like this. He'll talk about his side of the story a little bit later. Maybe this is a leg in his teaser on the opposite side. But look, no one knows UCF football better than myself. And Navy treated me nicely last week. They went out there and were at home, took on Notre Dame, and they had a chance to win it outright, but they ended up covering the 17 points they were getting. They lose by three. Now, Navy has the recipe to beat a UCF team, or at least make it close. I don't honestly want Navy to win this game outright as I'm a big UCF fan, but I think they keep this one close because that's what they always do to UCF. Now, they can stop the run, and they can run the football and lower the possessions and make this just a grinded-out type of game. Now, last week, you saw UCF go into two-lane. Logan knows. He took that. He took the blue wave, and they, they that was the, the wave. It was low tide that day. The wave obviously did not get it done, and UCF came out and had a great game. How did they get it done? 336 rushing yards. They forced two fumbles. They had a call or two go their way. I won't, li- I won't lie to you on that. But look at Navy. Ninth in the nation in rushing yards allowed at 85.8 a game. You look at a guy like John Reese Pumley, the UCF quarterback. He's not the best thrower in the world. If you can make him one-dimensional, make him throw the football, it's going to be a long day for UCF. Navy's also 16th in rushing yards per game. UCF is 10th. This is going to be a slow-paced game. This is an over-under at 52.5 points. There's a reason that I actually kind of lean the under in that one. I think this is a low-scoring game. The last three games versus UCF, Navy has lost by 10-11, which is good for Logan's teaser. I'll let him know now. And they won last year by four points. Is this an early 11 a.m. kickoff, which is weird. Could throw off both teams. But look, I think this is too many points for Navy. I think they can stop the run, and a lot of teams might not be able to prepare for a, an active and mobile QB like a John Reese Plumley, who's maybe doing read options and whatnot. Well, there's no better team to prepare for that than Navy, who throws like four times a game. So I think they'll have plenty of game plan for them. I think they keep it close. I still hope UCF wins, but look, I'll get my best bet of the week. I'm riding with the midshipman, plus 16 and a half. I'll let you do your best bet. You can talk about your side when you get to the teaser. What you got? I, I will address that that later, right? But my best bet of the, the week, I'm going, I'm going Utah, and I'm taking them out, right? versus Oregon I'm taking their money line if you want to take them minus two I also do do like that play as well their money line is a little bit more juice but you know what if they want to win by a weird number like one sure whatever we've got the Pac-12 showdown against you know two lost Pac-12 teams and what have I always said about the Pac-12 they beat up on each other and I definitely see this one you know going Utah's way the difference in this one will actually be the difference in what the series has been recently and that's the defensive side of the ball for sure the defense if you look at Utah's you know last two wins versus Oregon last year yeah it was the Utah defense that carried and I once again expected that to be the difference in this one look Utah's defense will be able to scheme for a very talented Oregon offense we know we know what Bo Nix and that offense is capable of doing but we also know we've we've seen it at, at its lowest before I think Utah is definitely going to have a game plan for him. Look at Utah's defense statistically, right? 23rd in scoring defense, 35th in passing yards allowed, 28th in rushing yards allowed. So by by the numbers, this is like a, a, a top 30-ish defense. Yes, they're going to have their hands full, but I, I, I think they play a, a physical brand of football enough to give the Ducks some problems. 
Look at Oregon's defense by comparison, right? 78th in scoring defense, 126th in passing yards allowed, and 112th in yards per play. So if you look at that, they're giving up yards through the air, no doubt. And they're also giving up explosive plays, you know, being 112th in yards per play. Utah can get some quick strike offense on Oregon. And, and if Oregon's not careful, they might look up at the scoreboard and, and the game's sort of out of reach. I, I definitely can see Utah stepping on their neck. Oregon's not going to have a rough day at the office if they can't get off the field against Utah. That's kind of how I see this, this game flow going. And that's why I'm, I'm taking the Utes on the money line in this one. I mean, it's rare to see a team like these teams are pretty even, but you got a team in Utah traveling and becoming favorites mm -hmm. at Oregon. Interesting. I like the pick. Hopefully we go 2-0 on best bets. Now, for my third and final pick, Logan, if our, these two, the other two picks hit and this third one hits, we're giving away some money, people. Go hit that subscribe button. Come and see us all start. My third pick, going to the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, taking them plus five and a half as they take on the Auburn Tigers. And sound the alarms, everyone. Auburn Tigers are on upset alert, and that might not come as a surprise to Auburn Tigers fans as they're four and six. So them being on upset alert, just a normal Saturday for their fans. But let's talk about the Hilltoppers as they roll into Auburn, looking to pull off the upset and arguably their biggest game of the year. Now, Auburn is not necessarily the best team with the best record, but they is a big national program and Western Kentucky wants to get on that map. Now let's talk about Western Kentucky. Great offense, averaging 37.9 points per game, 15th in the nation. Auburn, only 22.9 points per game. The Hilltoppers led by QB, great first name, Austin Reed. And they have a great passing offense, sixth in passing yards per game. Reed, 31 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Auburn struggling to get off the field on defense. Third down conversion percentage allowed over 40.9%. And Auburn is the definition of a one-dimensional team. This team can only run the football, like Navy, which I'm rooting for Navy to be able to run the football against UCF. But if you could sell out to stop the run, Tank Bigsby and those guys, you can beat this team. And I'm not asking for a team like the Hilltoppers to win. But this is a, you rarely, rarely see a Conference USA team go into a, an SEC program, unless it's like Vanderbilt, no offense to Commodores, but that lays less than a double-digit favorite. I think it's for a reason. We've taken these, uh, you know, independents or some belt teams against the SEC, and they've cashed out for us this year. So give me the Hilltoppers, my third and final play of the week. Auburn also has Alabama up next week. I don't think they care about a Hilltoppers game. Give me the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, plus five and a half. Logan, yeah. your third and final pick. What you got? I like the pick. Auburn, some some booty. Uh, for for mine, for mine, we're going to the Mountain West showdown, right? Now I'm taking Boise State minus 13 and a half versus Wyoming in this one. Get the battle of the seven and three Mountain West teams. And now on, on surface level, I I did wouldn't expect these two teams to to be seven win ball clubs, but here we are, right? If you look at the, at this matchup and why I do really like Boise State, you know, laying that even that that number. Boise State has the offensive edge for sure. They're 53rd in scoring offense compared to Wyoming, 98th in scoring offense. Look, Wyoming's offense, extremely one-dimensional, 125th in passing yards per game. Look, if you back a, a, a team so bad and so one-dimensional, that's nasty. Like, that's just a nasty way to, to bet college football. I can't do that. And I, I think Boise State should definitely have the advantage. If you look at Wyoming, too, they've struggled versus bad teams for sure. They only beat Colorado State by one. They only beat Hawaii, trash Hawaii by seven. I mean, these are not great wins, right? It, it matters how you win. And that this Wyoming team, Austin, I don't need to tell you, you opened up week one picking Wyoming and they just laid oh, an absolute man. egg in, in Illinois. I remember that one. And I just remember watching that game saying, wow, this, this just doesn't look like a put together team. Yes, they've gotten better throughout the year. Boise State can run and hide against them. If you look at Boise State, they beat those bad teams convincingly, right? They beat Colorado State by 39 points, right? They just are coming off a win versus Nevada, beat them 41 to three. So this is a Boise State team that should be able to take care of business against Wyoming. If Wyoming finds themselves down a, a couple scores, they are definitely not equipped to play from behind. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and take Boise State on the road in this one.
Look, I hate the Cowboys, so I hope they get it done. I hate Wyoming. I think I'm 0-2 on them this year. I swore them off after like week one or two. I just can't do it. But look, I love those three picks. But Logan, as always, it is time for your teaser of the week. I'm going to let you take this one away. I think you got four legs, six-point teaser. You can at least explain what a teaser is for maybe some people out there that don't understand. Get right to it. Yeah, so... If, if you want to tease in college football, it's to me, it's it's one of the better sports to do it in because you can add points to it, right? You can add plus six, you can add plus seven and a half to the current spread. Now I'm going to do a six point teaser just for value sake, right? If you want to do six and a half, if you want to do seven and a half, by all means do that. But I find value at this one because it, this is a four leg teaser and it is paying out plus 310 odds on this one. So the first leg of it is gonna be my best bet, right? You know, if it's it's Utah plus three and a half, I, I gotta ride with the Utes in this one. I just think they're gonna win and, and cover convincingly. So I'm gonna take them plus three and a half teased, teased up. Oklahoma minus one and a half. Look, I, that, that, that spread against Oklahoma State is just screaming, take Oklahoma State with the points. But Oklahoma State has been trending in a hard downward direction. I think I think betting Oklahoma State's the wrong bet to make in that one. So I will take Oklahoma minus one and a half. UCF minus nine and a half. This is where Austin and I disagree on this one because he's he's backing Navy, but I still think this is a 10-point ball game. Yes, a world exists where Navy covers for Austin and they also cover for this teaser leg. But I just don't I, I just remember what I was watching last week and I'm very impressed by this UCF team, how they handle business against Tulane. Navy's not equipped like Tulane is to, to necessarily put any you know roadblocks in front of this UCF team. As long as this UCF team stays focused, uh, you know, not looking too far ahead into their New Year's New Year's Six potential bull bid, I think they should be able to take care of business and taking care of the minus nine and a half. And then the last leg is is Baylor plus eight and a half. Look, that's just a plain line read. I, everyone and their mother is on TCU. I'm taking Baylor plus eight and a half just because I I think with that sort of you know cushion. Baylor will be able to cover for, for our teaser. And like, like we were talking about, Austin, I mean, plus 310, that's pretty decent value for a four-leg, you know, it, it's not a four-leg traditional parlay. It's a it's a teaser. We're adding points, but I still like the payout on it. Yeah, no, I like it. One of my official picks almost was the Baylor Bears taking them plus two and a half, but didn't really want to take the juice at plus three. But I think the Bears have a good chance of knocking off TCU. I don't think they got to stop giving away public free money on TCU. I was the one that got the free money last week just because I thought they could beat Texas, but eh, I don't know. That line is as sketchy as it comes on the slate. So as a reminder, everyone drop your favorite picks down below. The most three liked comments will track towards the fans record. And if Logan and I, or I, one of us goes three and out, we'll give away a hundred bucks to random subscribers with that subscribe button, hundred bucks to random COS all-star. We appreciate all you guys' love and support. Thank you guys again. See you guys. I think our parlays and player props video will be live on Saturday. See you guys then. We'll see you. Peace.